the Seahawks absolutely destroy the Giants. another episode of the Seattle Sports Show. This is the Seattle Seahawks versus Giants post-game show where we just absolutely destroyed the Giants, as I said. My goodness. This this is the kind of statement game that I was talking about when I did the preview for this for this game. When I did the prediction for this game, I said this needed to be a statement win, and it was they made a statement to the league. Let's, let's get into it. All right, Seahawks get a huge win here in week four over the Giants. 24 to 3 was uh, the uh, final score. And, uh, yeah, it was absolutely dominant as we wanted this one to be. Uh, you know, we're going into a bye week. Hopefully that's going to help some of our players get healthy. We did get a couple of players banged up in this one. So we do. We need we need to get healthy. We need to we need to come back. Um But going into that bye week, you wanted to send a statement to the league uh, about what you're going to be going up against once we're out of our bye week and once we're all healthy and ready to go. Okay? You need to fear us. It, when this team is hitting on all cylinders, it is, is this is just going to be tough for any team in the league to compete with. All right. So uh, let's go ahead. Uh, let, let's pull up some of the numbers here. We're going to go through it quickly tonight. It was a Monday night game. Uh, so I didn't get to watch all the post-game stuff that I normally wouldn't talk about on here because it's a Monday night. It's a school night. Like I said, I got five kids. Uh, I got, you know, three of them are, are, are school age. So I, I have to uh, get stuff ready, you know, lunches, pack it and pack, make sure their clothes are ready for the next day, all that. So I, I didn't get to get all that. So this will probably be a little bit shorter than usual, but we still have some stuff uh, to go over. So let's take a look. Okay. Let's get into the, to the stats of this game. We can look at the individual uh individuals first all right geno smith he was one of the players who uh you know uh, unfortunately got injured during this game on a tackle i did see this uh in in a post game uh blurb that he had that uh he felt like the tackle was dirty saying that there's no place for that in football um you know i, I don't know if it was exactly uh dirty it was definitely you know bordering uh, being a late hit, so uh, I get his frustration with that. Um, anyways, uh, he was injured. 
he got back in the game. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's not going to be something that's going to linger throughout the season. Obviously, he was able able to get back in the game. And again, thankfully, we have a bye week next week. So uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. But for Geno Smith today, he was 13 for 20 uh, for 110 yards, uh, one touchdown, and uh, overall rating of 95.8. Uh, now, that that doesn't sound super great, <laughs> does it? Um, and uh, it, the 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 offense uh, passing game it never really got rolling, but it never really needed to. Obviously, we had the injury to Geno Smith, so he's out for a bit. Drew Lock came in for a little bit. He was two for six, sixty three yards. Um, but we didn't need the passing game when he had Kenneth Walker the third once again. 17 carries, 79 yards. That was a 4.6 average. He had a touchdown, 31 yard uh, was as long. Charbonnet had five carries, looked strong on all of them, 31 yards, 6.2 yard average. His long was 15 uh, Drew Locke, you know, he had one rush in there for 11 yards. That was a team total of 121 yards. It didn't quite get to the 150 I was saying I would. I was hoping that we would get to to help establish uh, the fact that we could run consistently. Uh, but hey, we'll take it. 121 yards, uh, and it was good. Like I said, this uh, this Giants team, um, not the greatest of tacklers like i said you could see uh charbonnet and walker uh pulling off some uh big runs uh, here and there throughout the game so you know i'm glad they were able to take advantage of that uh now receiving wise again we didn't put up uh big numbers uh total uh as a team but the, the 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 passing plays we had they they made him count Noah Fant two receptions 63 yards total his long was 51 yes that one just that one yard short from getting into the end zone for the touchdown um but hey that was that was great a set of moves that he did to keep himself in bounds on the sideline, getting all the way down to the one, almost getting knocked out twice on the sideline, uh, but able to uh, stay in bounds. Uh, Lockett had four receptions today for 54 yards. Uh, DK Metcalf had three receptions for 34 yards uh, and the touchdown. Uh, that was big. Uh, Cody Thompson had a catch in there today for 10. Zach Charbonnet had one uh, for nine. And uh, JSN had three receptions for five yards. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't like the uh, couple of times they tried to run a screen with him. I mean, just Seattle in general, they need to throw screen passes out of the playbook. Yeah, I mean, this Pete's his whole career here with the Seahawks, we cannot run the screen. Oh, right? I mean, it's just ridiculous. You see NFL teams all throughout the league 
running screen passes successfully. And you always wonder, why can't the Seahawks just do that? And they just can't. So forget it. Do not do it. Uh, you know, it, it's never mattered who we have. Doesn't matter how elite of talent they are. Like, we just cannot run screen passes. So just don't do it, okay? I just, I don't want to see it <laughs> run by the Seahawks anymore. Don't run any screen passes. Uh, you want to get some, you know, they, they it never works to DK. It, it just, it doesn't work when we try to run it to lock it. Uh, and then, again, just going back the whole career here of Pete being here with the Seahawks, it just doesn't work. So, you know, there's so many other short passes <laughs> that you can do uh, to to try to catch a, a defense off guard uh, if that's what you want to do. If you're basically trying to do an extended run, run play, so many different options you can do that are not the screen pass. So throw that out of the book. I, I don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that was your receiving... Um, Jordan Brooks, defensive-wise, he recovered that fumble today. And then um, Bobby Wagner, 17 tackles today. Two sacks, two big sacks. Oh, Bobby Wagner was looking vintage Bobby Wagner out there today. I loved it. Julian Love, uh, 10 tackles. Jordan Brooks also had 10 tackles. Um Jordan Brooks had two sacks as well. Uh, Julian Love, watching him again. There was a couple. There was a couple spots in there that were, uh, you know, again a little bit iffy with him in coverage tonight. Uh, but you know, obviously he's coming up and he's helping make up those tackles as a safety should do. Uh, just got to shore up the shore up that uh, that coverage. Witherspoon, seven tackles. Two sacks, interception return for a touchdown. Oh my goodness, my goodness, was this guy the man tonight. Number five, overall pick. And everybody who didn't pick him uh, before, they're, they're shaking their heads going, why didn't we pick this guy? Uh, the Detroit Lions... Uh, you know, it's been said that they wanted him in the draft. It's a good thing the Seahawks took him where they did because he was going to go the very next pick. Uh, that was the whole reason why uh, the Lions traded back when they did, right? Because we took the we took the guy that they wanted. And uh, boy, do we feel good about it right now? Just looks like an absolute star out there. Uh, both. Uh, covering outside, covering slot, uh, coming up and blitzing, getting to the quarterback uh, in, in run support. I mean, he looks like a safety out there in, in when he's playing nickel, right? The way he, he comes up there and he's laying hits on running bats, laying them out, laying them out. That is, that's what Pete said when he said, when he watches Devin Witherspoon, when he was watching his college stuff, that he looks like a generational talent and, and compared him to Troy Palomalu. Yes. 
I mean, when you when you can when you can have run support like that from your corner, generational, no joke. Pete was not wrong about that. That's generational talent right there. Ridiculous. Okay, uh, and he's in the game uh, on defense almost every play. You know, I was looking at stats the other day because we're going to be doing it for their whole careers, right? Uh, we're going to be looking at Devin Witherspoon and Jalen Carter because there was a lot of talk that Jalen Carter, uh, he was falling down the draft, so he was going to be available at five, so the Seahawks could take him at number five. We didn't. So uh, every every team that didn't pick Jalen Carter is going to get comparison. Uh, you know, before the draft, uh, I was joking with a friend that uh, yeah, yeah, that that they're not going to pick Jalen Carter. They're going to go with Christian Gonzalez. Uh, you know, this great corner out of Oregon that I thought he looks like he would be a good Seahawk, and obviously they ended up deciding to go with the corner, and it was Devin Witherspoon. Uh, and it's looking like uh, that's a, that's another one that I'm going to be comparing them to because uh, Christian Gonzalez is looking is looking good over there uh, with the Patriots as well but uh if if witherspoon is going to keep having performances like he had tonight it's going to be comparison with nobody he's going to be in the league of his own it's just wow how fast he is to get to the ball uh you know how fast he is to come up and stop the run when uh it's run play and then just how fast he gets in the backfield when it's when they call a blitz for him. This is what we wanted to see. This is a dominant win that we wanted to see. Like I said, this defense, if it can get rolling like this, teams are going to have a hell of a time trying to stop them. And if we can get more creative play calling like this on defense in a, a consistent manner uh, and not just like always depend on like oh our four down linemen have to create the pass rush no send bobby send witherspoon send a safety that i loved it i loved it it was so much fun to watch tonight uh woolen he had seven tackles uh he almost had an interception tonight as well that would have been just like so perfect if if woolen and witherspoon woke both would have got an interception tonight. Woolen just barely missed getting that interception. But that would have been perfect if they both had one and just sent that message to the entire league. Yeah, we dare you to try passing to either side of the field on this team because we got two shutdown corners that are going to stop whoever you have <laughs> on either side. doesn't matter if you try to, you know, you, you'll see uh, a, a lot of teams throughout the NFL uh, do a lot of motion, right? When, especially when they know that the other team has like a shutdown corner on, on one side of the field that isn't going to follow the receiver all over. They'll motion them and run them all over the place or they'll motion them even with the following uh, cornerback to try to get the uh, some more momentum for the receiver to try to uh, throw off the corner Uh a little bit. That that's not going to happen against the Seahawks. So, just just love it, love it, love it, love it. 
want to see more of it for sure. Uh, I mean, Draymond Jones, he was looking good out there tonight. Uh, again, just the Seahawks doing a good job of stopping the run. Uh, Quandre Diggs out there, uh, you know, he had an interception tonight. He returned that one 21 yards. Uh, yeah, I mean, just overall fantastic performance from uh, from this defense. I mean, uh, like I said, uh, sacks all over the place. Two from Bobby Wagner, two from Jordan Brooks, two from Witherspoon, two from Nuosu, uh, one from Miles Adams, one from Mario Edwards Jr., but Boyamafe was credited with one as well. Eleven sacks in total for the team. Ah, oh, amazing! A double digit, <laughs> double digit sacks. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, you know, Jason Myers. Here he goes again. He was one for two, missing a field goal. I don't know what he missed that field goal for. You got to put, <laughs> you got to, you got to make those field goals, okay? Stop, stop missing them. And then, you know, if he would have made hit that field goal, that would have been uh, pretty much the spread I called for because I, I, I remember I said thirty four ten, right? So that would have that would have been a twenty four point win. Well, we ended up winning by twenty one. If if Jason Myers would have hit that field goal, I would have been dead. I wouldn't have got the score right, but I would have been right that we were winning by twenty four. So come on, Myers, letting me down. You got to make that field goal. All right. So here's what they did against us. Um, Daniel Jones was twenty seven of thirty four um, for two hundred three yards. Uh, he had two interceptions. Uh, you know, again, he was sacked 10 times. That was great to see. Uh, you got to keep him, uh, we got to keep the uh, quarterbacks flustered like that out there, right? And then here's what we allowed, um, uh, against us receiving wise. Uh, Breda had five receptions for 48 yards. One day, Wandale Robinson had five for 40. Isaiah Hodgins, three for 24. Darius Slayton, two for 23. You know, not, not much, not much to speak of. Uh, nothing. Nothing fantastic uh, for them receiving-wise. Um, and then, uh, did I? Oh, I'm, yeah, I skipped the rushing. <laughs> Let's look at the rushing. Uh, Daniel Jones, I mean, he is a dynamic uh, athlete, right? Uh, running the ball. He did have 10 carries for 66 yards. What can you do? Uh, you got an athletic quarterback back there. Um Plays break down, and you know an athletic quarterback will find where the opening is for for a running lane. So he gets sixty six yards. Exclude that. Look what they did with the running backs, like on you know called run plays. Matt Breda, fourteen carries for thirty yards, only averaging two point one yards per carry. Gary Brightwell got in for a few carries, a handful, four carries for nine yards, 2.3 yards a carry. Just absolutely rocked him. Okay, if you take out the 66 yards from Daniel Jones, they had, what, 46 yards rushing? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that, was, that was a good defensive uh, statement from this team. Again, there was a couple of times I felt like they, they could have done a better job of getting Daniel Jones. Again, that's such a hard 
hard situation to stop a quarterback who can run like that. They could have done a better job of uh, trying to maintain the contain on Daniel Jones and not over pursuing a couple of times so that they could uh, make sure he didn't uh, rattle off a couple of the bigger runs that he had. Uh, like his long was a 17 yard run. They, they're, you know, they could, they could do better on making sure that uh, when they're going against an athletic quarterback like this, that they don't break the contain that way when they do take off running, uh, it's going to be a lot harder to get, uh, a big chunk like that. All right. So now, uh, you know, that that's kind of what was done individually. Let's take a look at the team stats. Okay. This, this is what, uh, I like to look at, uh, 281 yards total for us, 13 first downs. They had 248. They had three turnovers to our zero. And, uh, 17 first downs for them. They had time of possession, 36 minutes to R24. Now, this is why context is important when you're looking at stats, because you're obviously getting, you know, most people are going to think if they just look at the stat, they're like, oh, New York had the ball for three or six minutes. How did they end up losing <laughs> by 21 points? Well, that's because our defense was so dominant. They, they, you had to be on the field even longer because they got that interception, ran it back for a touchdown, and then had to go right back on the field. All right. Um, more team stats here. Third down efficiency, still not where I want it to be for us. Uh, three for 12. Uh, our offense was three for 12 on, on third down. We got to We got to improve. That's got to, you know, that's still been something that hasn't been great uh, in the games this year, just in general. We got to improve on third down, uh, which means, uh, again, our, 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 our run game, talking about that consistency, uh, at least just rattling off, you know, three or four yards at a time. Uh, so that way those third downs become a little bit easier. Like, I, I just, we can't keep having these run plays that are, you know, getting stuff right at the line or we're dancing around, running all over the place, trying to find some sort of like big opening. Just take what the, is there, take a few yards, make their down a little bit easier. Uh, defensively against them, that was good. They were six for 16 on third down. So our defense obviously holding them under 50%. So that was good. Um, I mean, what else can we go over th here for the uh, team stats? I mean, that's basically that's basically it. I mean, the three turnovers that was huge for us. Um, obviously, affected the time of possession, uh, but especially with Gino being hurt out there, I think it was good <laughs> actually that our defense was out on the field more because. Uh, our defense was being dominant and, and, and gave Gino enough time to rest and get himself back in the game uh, later on. Uh, you know, yeah, there are some injuries coming out of this. We did see, um, obviously, uh, Jamal Adams. Uh, just so bummed out for the man. Uh, you know, worked 
he's been rehabbing, working hard for over a year. He talked about it this week going into this game, like everything he had to go through uh, to get ready uh, for this. And, you know, like just being in a dark uh, place for quite a long time and, you know, not being able to do anything for himself uh, for the longest time. And then um, to work that hard to get back here this week and then you know, what was it, nine or ten plays into the game, boom, concussed, out for the game. And you, they, they showed the video of him online yelling at the independent um, concussion evaluator person. And, uh, yeah, he was not happy that he had to be brought out of the game. So, I mean, again, thankfully, it was not. Uh, a, a, another kind of injury um, that is going to keep him out over long period of time, uh, like the last one. Uh, and, and again, thankfully, we have a bye week next week, so he's going to have that whole extra week. He's going to have two weeks here to, um, you know, get through concussion protocol. So hopefully, he's okay. Uh, can get through that and then uh, get back on the field and it helped this team out because in those 10 plays that we saw, we saw how uh, he's looking like uh, the athlete that we remember uh, he was. Uh, he was flying around on the field. Okay, so he was coming up and making hits and that's what we want to see and I sure would like to see it for a whole game. Uh, like I said, I mean, if we can have Woolen, uh, Spoon, and Adams out there all together on the field at the same time for an entire game. I, I just, I, I can't wait to see it. Geno Smith, obviously something going on with the knee ankle there. So again, hopefully he's going to be okay. Obviously it was okay to get, uh, to get back in. And then Phil Haynes went down. Um, and, um, I, I'd never heard an update on him. Uh, so, you know, hopefully that's not going to be anything too serious either. Uh, now, uh, you know, that, 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 that's kind of the injuries we have. Again, luckily we have a bye week, so hopefully everybody gets healthy, be ready to go for our, our next game against the Bengals, who are struggling and have a ton of injuries themselves as well. So, um, time for everybody to go get healthy, get right. Um, for us as fans, uh, you know, we just get to enjoy uh, football next week, right? Just, uh, you know, just for just for fun. Go watch some other games and see what else is going on around the league. Um, you know, maybe check out some more Bengals games and uh, see what the competition is going to be like. All right? Uh, let's... Uh, Let's call it an episode. Uh, a, a great win here for the Seahawks. Let me know uh, what you thought of it. Uh, you know, I, I want to know. Uh, how are you feeling about Devin Witherspoon now? We've got to see him in three games now. You cannot tell me you are not impressed by now, uh, especially after tonight's game. Uh, and you, I, nobody could... You, tell me with a straight face that they don't think that it was a good pick, right? So let me know, what do you think of Witherspoon? Uh, 
you know, what did you think? Are, do you agree with Gino? Uh, was that a dirty play uh, on the tackle that uh, was uh, on the sideline there on him? And, uh, you know, uh, let's... Uh, Let's just uh, get it. Go, go Hawks in the, in the comments below as well. All right. That's the episode. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, share it with your friends. Same thing for the podcast, share it with the friends, leave a review that all helps the show grow and the community grow. And I really appreciate it. So uh, I've been your host, Mikey. This has been the Seattle's post game show where we just got a huge win over the giants. Go Hawks.